0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. In
1: yesterday's Daily Dose, Numbers chapter 20, we learned about Moses' disobedience before the Lord in bringing water out of the rock, he tapped the rock twice with his staff and kind of made a show out of it and took credit for doing it himself rather than giving credit to the Lord and merely speaking to it as the Lord had specifically commanded him and the consequences of Moses' disobedience were that he would not be the one who would lead the people of Israel into the promised land. He was never going to be in the promised land himself. He was going to be left behind in the wilderness and so we're going to see a new character come onto the scene today, Joshua, an important character in the Old Testament who will pick up the mantle of leadership that Moses has carried and he will lead the Israelite people in the promised land. We're not quite to that point yet, but today we're going to see how he is commissioned. And this is Numbers chapter 27, verses 12 through 23. The Lord said to Moses, Go up into this mountain of Arabim, see the land that I have given the people of Israel. And when you have seen it, You shall be gathered to your people as your brother Aaron was because you rebelled against my word in the wilderness of Zin when the congregation quarreled, failing to uphold me as holy at the waters before their eyes. And these were the waters of Meribah of Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. Moses spoke to the Lord saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, appoint a man over the congregation who shall go out before them and come in before them, who shall lead them out and bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord may not be as sheep that have no shepherds. so the Lord said to Moses take Joshua the son of Nun a man in whom the spirit in whom is the spirit and lay your hands on him make him stand before Eleazar the priest of all the congregation you shall commission him in their sight you shall invest him with some of your authority that all the congregation of the people of Israel may obey and he shall stand before Eleazar the priest who shall inquire for him by judgment of the Urim before the Lord. At At his word they shall go out, and at his word they shall come in, both he and all the people of Israel with him, the whole congregation. And Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and made him stand before Eleazar the priest and the whole congregation, and he laid his hands on him, and he commissioned him as the Lord had directed through Moses." So here we have Moses passing on the mantle of leadership to Joshua, the next leader. Joshua, if you remember from Pastor Kramer's devotion a couple days ago, is one of the two spies that went into the promised land, Joshua and Caleb, who came back with a positive report, a faithful report instead of a fearful report. And so the Lord has selected Joshua to lead the people of Israel into this next chapter as they move into the promised land. It's important to remember that God's not forsaking Moses. When we get to heaven someday, Moses will certainly be there. Uh, he's not cut off from the people of Israel for his disobedience to, to God in the wilderness of Zin at the waters of Meribah. But he does suffer the consequence of not ever being able to go into the promised land. There's a quote that Charles de Gaulle is attributed with saying, says the graveyards of, are full of all kinds of indispensable men. Graveyards are full of all kinds of indispensable men. And you look at this man, Moses, who has led the people of Israel. He's one of the top three most prolific characters in the Old Testament. And God is going to kind of put him on the shelf now and move on to the next leader. Moses isn't indispensable, and God can bring another leader out to do the job that needs to be done. What's interesting about that is that Confirms that this story that we've been following from Genesis through Exodus, Leviticus, now we're in Numbers, it's not a story about Noah. It's not a story about Abraham. It's not a story about Isaac or Jacob. It's not a story about Moses. This is a story about God. And God is orchestrating these events and he's weaving them together for his own good purposes. And eventually they're going to culminate in. God himself, Jesus Christ, coming to this earth, living a perfect life, dying a gruesome death, paying a penalty for us, that anyone who puts their faith in Christ could be saved and redeemed to him. The story is not about the men and the women that he uses, the quote-unquote indispensable men who graveyards are full of. The story certainly isn't about you or me, who through his love he saves according to his good purpose, but the story is about him. Aren't you thankful to be part of God's story? Isn't it incredible that the creator of the universe who made everything that we read about in the first chapters of Genesis throughout the universe, things we haven't even discovered yet in 2020, isn't it incredible that the God of the universe would incorporate you and me into his story, into history? Lord, thank you so much for loving us and caring about us. When when I think about how we stack up in the whole realm of creation and in the in the litany of names that have had significant impact for your plans and purposes in the world it just makes me feel so small and so insignificant but you have chosen to save me you've chosen to reach out with your gospel and pluck me out forgive me give me the ability to trust Christ give me a purpose in my life that extends far beyond anything that I could have come up with my own ability or intuition. Lord, you've done that for so many of us that know you and trust you. And we're thankful. We love you. We want to serve you. And so let these years, like you did with Moses, that we're here on earth, let these years that we spend serving you be effective and faithful. Thank you for forgiving our sin. And even even though we're eventually going to die, thank you for not cutting us off, ultimately. We look forward to being with you and Moses and other saints who have gone before in glory forever someday. And we pray it in
0: Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, Conference.com. and don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference the 99th annual saturday july 25th through saturday august 1st if this podcast is a blessing to you please subscribe to it leave a five-star review and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above thank you for listening and may god richly bless you